0: Welcome to Herbert the Pig, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes, Beat Me. This is a weekly ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer where we take a look at every episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. And this week's episode is Season 3, Episode 10 Amends. We're going to be talking about plot, we'll be talking about characters, and we'll be talking about sweet, sweet lore. So, spoilers abound for this episode, every episode before it, after it, uh, other TV shows and movies, also the comics, just spoilers. Dear listener, you look great. Got the berry working for you, and it's all good. But you should know by now that you don't have to prove anything to us. Hello! Hello, we're here! My name's Kelly, and I'm here, as always, with my wonderful co host, Daniel. Say hello. My
1: heart shepherd, I you i Daniel!
0: You've good cheer. It's Christmas. So you say hello. Hello. I think you're obligated to say Happy Hanukkah, but that's Happy fine. Hanukkah.
2: That's true. And no, a I mean, Merry New Year.
0: Actually. You filthy animal. Nice. Home Alone. Oh, it is Home Alone time. Man, it just does not feel Christmassy. I don't know what's up. Anyway, well, we're <laughs> we're, uh, we're here to talk about Amends, which originally aired all the way back on December 15th, 1998, written and directed by Joss Whedon. Uh, he will consistently do fewer and fewer episodes. Like this season, this is only one of five, actually four if you count... Graduation Day is one episode as opposed to two. And then next season, he'll only do four. Season five, only three. Season six, only one. Guess points for which one it is. Once the
2: musical. One.
0: Ah, good job. Mm-hmm. And uh, only two in season seven. So I did not realize that this was him. And we'll talk about that later.
3: It. I didn't realize either until the end. And then it made sense because of some of the choices that were made. But then... This is going to be the lowest Joss Whedon directed episode, I think, so. I think of all of For that, sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. So what happened in this episode? Uh, some force is tormenting Angel, uh, and there it's revealed to be the first, the first of the first, the original evil. Um, he is freaking out and is really getting rocked by the manipulation tactics of the first and thinks the only way to stop the torment is by killing himself. Uh, he goes to what we now know as Kingman's Bluff to let the sun do the dirty work for him and just passively end his life. But as the powers that be would have it, a freak snowstorm hits Sunnydale. And because we decided, that means that the sun has no effect on Angel for the for the rest of the day and he doesn't actually die. And I'm assuming he's, he because of this miraculous event, decides not to take his life after all that. He's meant to be here for some reason. So couple of firsts. The first is the first, what
3: It's amazing. Couple of firsts.
0: Yeah. The first. Couple of the firsts. It's pretty good. <laughs> um Kingsman's bluff. Blah, blah. Kingsman Whoa. It's just a king. Just one king men's king. Kings Kingsman's bluff.
3: King, Kingsman men's.
0: bluff. Wait, no, Kingman's no. Kingman's? No, it's Kingsman's.
3: Kingsman's bluff.
0: Kingsman. Possessive. Yeah. That's where I'm slipping up. Kingmans. Kingsmen. I can't say. Oh my it. gosh. What Kingsman's is it? Bluff? What is it? It's Kingsmen, right? Okay. Kings. Or so well, maybe Kingsmen. it is Kingmans. I wrote Kingmans with no S. I'm going to say Kingmans.
2: I can't be Kingmans. <laughs> it would make sense. You would have one king with a lot of men.
3: <laughs> but there is But it is possessive. Men. Kingsmen.
2: King's men's bluff?
3: Kingman. King man's Kingman's Bluff.
2: Kingman's King, Bluff. Kingman's Bluff. Yeah,
3: not the men's. <laughs> King man's not the men's bluff.
0: King Jesus Christ.
3: King well it's man's. the first
0: appearance of that thing, and that's famously where Willow will try to end the world in season six. Is oh, it? is it really? <laughs> yes. It cannot be. It is. We have, though we don't know it yet. It's not named. It's just that spot where Angel goes to cry.
3: <laughs> I thought that it was overlooking the ocean. In- no,
0: it's not. It's, it's overlooking the city. Yeah, she raises an effigy of the goddess that she's... This
3: is where Xander hugs her. Back mm-hmm. the to the yellow
0: crayon moment. Yeah, sure is. There's I a lot of actually. come to Jesus moments on this fucking bluff. Wow. Powerful that- bluff it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first appearance of the first, obviously, but also the Harbingers, which I guess, you know, they're pretty tied together. So that makes sense. Uh, first real hint of Xander's fucked up life. Um, before this, we just don't really talk about it. Uh, but this is definitely the first of, like, oh, your family's drunken Christmas fights. And he's clearly sleeping on the the lawn to uh, avoid his family.
2: I thought you slept outside to avoid your family's drunken Christmas fights.
0: Yes. And that was a confidence I was hoping you would share with everyone. And this is... Oh, that, that's it. That's it for firsts. But we we'll move on to the fun facts, right? Yeah, um, no, that's
3: now a thing.
2: Uh, we facts. got a little piece of lore. Does that fall under first?
3: Sure. I can smell the sunrise a lot before it comes.
0: Oh my yeah. god. The I can greatest.
2: Smell the sunrise.
0: <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. Um, the horrible. Well, yes, this is the first. The first. I'm tired of saying that. Uh, takes credit for bringing Angel back to life, right? He's mm. The first evil is the reason why Angel came back from a Cothless Hell dimension. Um, but Joss Whedon, though this is like never officially confirmed that the, the first is responsible, Joss later said that, sure, it could be. Uh, but it could have also been the powers of B or the senior partners. I haven't thought about it enough. He didn't say that, but that's what it, the truth is.
3: At so. least he's being honest.
0: Sad fact, and we can talk about if this is sad or not. Uh, Joss Whedon said in reference to the bringers. Oh uh, no, no, this is not the sad fact. This is. Uh, Wait, is this
3: it? a new? We have fun facts. We have moderate facts, and yeah. we also have sad facts, sad facts. This is a sad fact. <laughs> fun facts and sad okay. facts. This is the
0: non-debatable fun- sad fact. Uh, oh. Joss Whedon said in reference to the bringers, or as they were called, the guys with the weird flesh over their eyes, "quote some sort of creepy Jacob's Ladder type thing." Deformed humans are always scarier than reptiles with fangs, nice. like, well, because that's all. <laughs> like anyone that's <laughs> disfigured is the most terrible thing that could happen to somebody.
3: I did like the oh. crossover. His eye. Yeah, they're cool. The, yeah, they're really scary
0: looking. Yeah. Uh, no deaths in this episode, uh, except for in flashbacks, angels killing people, but there's no actual deaths in real time. Robiel Lamort, who plays Jenny Calendar, was hesitant to come back to do this because she's deeply religious and thought the first was an allegory for Satan. Uh, or the actual Buffyverse version of Satan, although there, that does not exist. Um, and the mutant enemy monster at the end has a little Santa hat and jingle bells and he goes across the screen. Oh, sorry. There's a little goof. Uh, during one of the flashback scenes where he's uh, Angel is killing the woman whose name I forgot because I'm bad at stuff. Adrian, let's call her. Um, Pachelbel's Canon in D is playing, right? But this was in the 1700s. The, Pachelbel's Canon in D was composed in the 1700s, but it was lost until the 20th century. And since this death is taking place in 1838, there's no way that
2: that song would be playing. Ugh! Well, got unless, you. Unless it was lost in that house's addict. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> unless they were the they ones that only had to it. Those
2: people. <laughs> or
3: they had it memorized.
0: Yes. And here is the the debatable fact. Uh,
3: was that the fun fact?
0: Uh, none of them are facts. Take, take them as real facts. I'm just saying them. <sighs> Jocasta said that this, the fight between Buffy and Angel on Kingman's Bluff is the best thing he's ever written. Especially the line, it's not the demon in me that needs killing, it's the man. And that just makes me want to barf and says a lot about Joss Whedon.
3: especially with a line like that, that was like, there were laugh out loud lines during that monologue. Mm. There were also great lines and moving lines. Like I enjoyed that part, but I don't know why he liked that. That was a, that's a bad line.
2: Yep. It is a bad line.
3: That so. was not the good part of what you were doing there. Jess. No, so
0: it was not. So let's just take, take the temperature of the room. How did everybody feel about the episode?
3: Uh, Daniel? I, I, I think I'm going to be the, the one that likes it more than you guys. I, I, I enjoyed this episode. Um, It wasn't as fun as the rest of them that we've been having. It's not perfect. It's not going to be a top episode. It's not going to be a shocker surprise, you know, top 10 or something like that. But I thought what it was working with, it, it did a good job. It did a good job with their idea of what a men's is often in our own lives we don't really make amends with the people we want to so we ha- we go about it in random ways and i think the more tra- the most traditional amends here would be willow and oz but i think the angel one is interesting because we're trying to get him back in the fold and i thought they did a really good job and this to me it was like innocence was an important episode because it turned him into a monster and this is another great episode that needed to happen because we need to make angel we can't just keep tiptoeing around Angel, we need to address it and hopefully going forward as far as I remember like we're now friends like there's no more there might be sexual chemistry or whatever well they're, no, they're we officially
0: unofficially together
3: that that's fine but I mean we're not gonna like will they won't they we're no yeah with everything yeah, okay yeah so that to me is is a nice touch like we're finally just putting we're, we're solving that dilemma because it's getting old I'm tired of to hear them talk about it yeah so I don't
2: know station what do you think about this episode fine episode yeah I don't
0: really have a lot to say about it I don't dislike
2: it but it's not amazing yeah I kind
0: of middling. I like it I think there's definitely some touching moments I've decided or realized I don't like Angel I really do not like him I don't think he's interesting uh every time he's on the screen I don't care I have like nothing but uh apathy towards him completely and I think that's why this episode's hard for me because I just don't care, and I definitely don't care about his and Buffy's relationship, and I never have. Um, things are different when he has his own show, but even then, I'm always like, I mean, I never was interested in, in Angel the series to begin with because he doesn't, he never, I don't know, he just was never compelling to me. Um, I do want to watch Angel the series at some point. We can talk about whether or not we're going to do a podcast about it. But um, so that's why I struggle with this episode. I do love how Giles handles him because I think it's the most like legitimate handling of how he would feel about this guy who murdered his girlfriend and tortured him coming back with hostility is how you would meet him.
3: Hello. I'm sorry to bother you.
0: (laughs) Sorry, sorry coming from you, that phrase strikes me as rather funny. Sorry to bother me. I need your help. And the funny keeps on coming. And and, and that's fine and I like the way Angel is acting in Buffy's bedroom because he does really seem crazed and that's cool mm-hmm. but um, yeah everything around Angel which is not much uh, in this episode is great awesome and love great everything besides him just yeah he just gets under my skin I just don't like the guy
3: <laughs> yeah it's really tough because if you keep that in mind I mean as you're saying that I'm watching it back in my head and I'm like I feel the exact same way and while I, I don't think that Boreanis and Sarah Michelle Geller have the greatest chemistry I'm not mm-hmm. believing it completely um You know, they're around one another so often that you just, you just have to. And I said to you earlier that like, I enjoyed the bluff and I feel like maybe I'm going crazy. I don't know. Maybe the show is tricking me or something. (laughs) Um, But, but I, I bought it. I was like, fine, fine. Almost out of resignation. Fine. Yeah. Be together then. Like, stop.
0: I think it's the way that it's delivered. It's just the worst. And it's like, is David Boreanaz a bad actor? Is that why I hate this scene? It's so over the top. Yeah. And Sarah Michelle Gellar really tries to... She seems like a person who's legitimately having feelings because she's a great actress.
3: She was doing great.
0: But David Boreanaz's like squinty cry face and just like everything about it. So dramatic. He did good with the
3: first. He did good when that whole thing was going on. That was really excellent. That seemed like a human reaction. Well, and when he was frantic, he's a good frantic Mm -hmm. person. But yeah, once he tried to get the cry face on, I mean, I think everybody... I think I took a screenshot of it because I'm like, this is amazing. I need to keep this. Because he's just... It's like he's never cried in his life before. It was, it was amazing. And Buffy's like really I mean Sarah is really giving it mm-hmm. and that's what sells it.
1: You you have the power to do real good, to make amends. But if you die now, then all that you ever were was a monster.
3: I mean but but then you go back to like uh, I only have eyes for you. I mean I would chalk that up. These two are similar type moments. Right. you know they get a monologue um, of a sort with each other, but that one just destroys it almost because they're not talking about themselves, they are playing a character of a character of a right, character. Yeah. But this one is, because it's them, I think it, it's a little lesser, but it's the same vibe, it's the same stuff. Leave me alone.
1: I can't. You won't let me. What do you want? I want to die in bed surrounded by fat grandchildren, but I guess that's off the menu. I'm sorry.
0: You're sorry. For me? Don't bother. I'm dead. I'm over it. So, the first is a big deal. Uh, Although we don't really treat it as such in this episode, it's just another monster of the week. But, because we get few bits of lore in this series, especially, like, even just the idea of going back to something, uh, and obviously this being the big bad of season 7, I wanted to talk a little bit about it, and I was like surely, surely there has to be tomes To be found of information on the first. There has to be so much information, more than any other thing, in the Buffyverse, probably.
3: Did you look in the Diary of Lucius Temple?
0: I didn't, and that was probably why I was left wanting. But nevertheless, um, and this is ground that we will retread when we get to Season 7, because, again, there isn't much ground to tread. It's a long way away. But we know the basics, right? Older than everything, except the seed of wonder, uh, including the old ones and the powers that be. Older than the written word, transcends all realities and dimensions. But it's also been said that it is younger than the Seed of Magic, but then it's also older than the universe, period. So I don't Well, there's multiple
3: universes, you know. I mean, Twilight was a universe created.
0: Well, so the the Seed of Wonder, source of all magic in the Earth dimension, theoretically is the oldest thing, oldest known thing
3: as Jenny Calendar told us, you can't even comprehend. Right. Right. And I think that's our problem. And Joss could just mm-hmm. say that, you, got, you can't even comprehend. That's why.
1: Mm-hmm. You think you can fight me? I'm not a demon, little girl. I am something that you can't even conceive. The first evil, beyond sin, beyond death. I am the thing that
0: darkness fears. So it's at once older than the universe and will continue on even to when there's no, re- no nothing left of reality itself, but younger than the seed of wonder. But also, that's maybe not true because nothing really matters.
2: Why couldn't the seed of wonder just be older?
0: Because if the Earth didn't exist, how could the seed of wonder exist on it? it
2: need why is the honest? Earth? Why yeah. does
3: the Earth have to be the thing? We're just a little <laughs> tiny speck of I dust.
2: Mean, why isn't the first magic? Because it's beyond magic, it's
0: its own thing I would um I mean, it sounds like I'm not Do you, giving no, no. You the is that true is that
3: true? I mean, especially with the seed of magic shit like it, it it's just beyond magic
0: it's yeah, it's its own thing.
3: I don't remember does Buffy destroy the first or no
0: no, yes.
3: Does the first become no. a bug in season seven? Because it did become like a weird bat thing.
0: It doesn't do that again. Okay. I don't
3: believe because that was really strange. That I didn't right. know if that, that was, was like the worst part. something we needed to remember or not. No. Okay, but so she doesn't defeat the first per se. So the first, in essence, is still out there. But we're saying it's an earthbound thing. It's not a dimensional thing. There's not more to it. It's that's transcends that all
0: dimensions. Okay,
3: so then it so it transcends all dimensions. I mean, that's your answer right it's there. Evil, right? It's Which just that's what it is. evil incarnate, and it just is. Almost like the foil of all of the universes mm-hmm. that we can't even comprehend one, let alone.
0: The, the first is the answer to when somebody writes themselves into a corner. We did a god. What's bigger than a god? We already blew up the city. What can we do next? We have to blow up the world, right? You have no idea what you're dealing with. Let me guess.
2: Is it evil?
0: So they pulled this out of the hat in season I don't know seven. If that's true. I think it is. Hundred. Oh, I think
2: it makes sense to have like. The first evil be older than anything. It's saying. No, 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 that's
0: fine. I'm saying, but they had to go there in season seven because, like, where else do you go after you blow up the city? You have to blow up the world. Like, we, I think they were smart in season six to just, like, wipe it all off the map and we're going to go top super. That's like, I'm sorry, I'm using that as, like, a, a... have superhero movies we used to just destroy cities now that wasn't enough so now we have to destroy planets i mean ultron i mean you can yeah, literally
3: yeah. just watch him yeah. in avengers and then go to ultron and have a fucking hovering city right, yeah. as the world blows up so this
0: i think that with when you have glory who is a god who they say literally in checkpoint or it may be one of the episodes before after but Terra says what if it's older what if it's older than the written word itself well that's boom right there the first so it's like how where do you go from there i think you have to do um The first, the one thing. I just think it's great that they went back and they were like, you know, maybe we shouldn't have just put the thing that is the most evil in the entire everything as a throwaway monster of the week in an episode and never mention it again. See, but I
3: don't think that it was a throwaway monster. I think that, like, Joss clearly has reverence for this episode. I don't think it's as good as any—nobody is putting this in a top ten, but— I think that this was important for Buffy and for Joss Whedon as, like, the showrunner of the show. I don't think they ever forgot about the first. You know, like, we can joke about them scrounging around and trying to pull stuff out. But I, I can almost bet that however this was going to end – I mean, sure, he didn't do it in season five or whatever. But I I bet he had this in his back pocket the whole time. You think time. so? I, I think so. so too. Because it Because it is so simple. And it does defy all, like, logic. Because you can't, like – you have to let it be. You can't pin it down. So like if it there is just an evil incarnate, then Buffy almost can fight against it forever. You know? I mean, and she does. The comics are going on forever and I'm sure the first
0: I mean, I guess it's not back, but it no. could
3: show up any moment. Right. Because the first isn't really a person or a thing. It's just a a feeling. Something th- out there.
0: I think what I find frustrating is that apparently and I don't remember much of season seven, but uh the first's motivation is to Become corporeal because it can't touch anything, right? It's just like a an entity. It's mm-hmm. not a real being. It can't actually affect the physical world uh, other than manipulating people into doing its bidding that way. Right. Um, and or possess all humans. <laughs> a la, like, the thing in uh, Futurama, The Beast with the Billion Backs, the Ezo, or Ezo, you know, everybody has a hose monster attached to them. They're all one. Or, like, in uh, Rick and Morty, the planet they go to and everybody's all one. Oh, yeah, okay. That kind of thing. It's what I'm thinking. Is like, I am everything. But, but why? Is
2: that yes. stated somewhere? Yes. No. Why is
0: the, I don't the, know where that information came from other than the Buffy okay. Wikipedia. But I think okay. it might be somewhere throughout season seven that that's... I
2: don't remember that. that that's a new concept know. to me.
0: Yeah. Idea. Because it seems so small, right? Like you're bigger than the universe. Why do you give a shit about becoming corporeal? Assuming on Earth specifically, it's like, cool, you have a meat sack to roll around in. You could do literally, you were everything. Like, you're the, the most bad one. How do you? Okay. Yeah. So that seems a little well, weird. It's, I mean, it's fair.
2: I mean, if we only got to one planet with living things to play around with, why not?
0: But do you? You are interdimensional. You have an infinite Well, it's true.
3: Like, and an that's the thing. That, yeah. That's why it's dumb. That I mean, obviously, we have to focus somewhere. But like, right. yeah. I mean, in theory, why, why does it matter? Why does it matter unless you really want that beat sack? But then again, you got to think maybe she does this all the time. I'm assuming the first is a she. Just I just said it. There you go. Um, (laughs) Like just you know like takes over a world, destroys it. Right? Doesn't Thanos? I mean, isn't that his whole thing? Like I just go places and fucking kill half the population because I love it. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is just you know every hundred million years, the Reapers come back and reset
0: the the, basically basically,
3: (laughs) and it just so happens to be Earth this time. You know, I don't know.
0: And I I also came across something on the internet that was not Buffy related, but it was like maybe people should chill on the lore thing not again not Buffy just like people
3: (laughs) was this a review of our podcast
0: no it was it was like people want to hold writers accountable for every fucking detail as if it's not outlined it's a plot hole Uh, and I was like I don't think that's entirely fair but I I get your point like you should have to be able to use a little bit of critical thinking and a little bit of uh, faith really like just okay that happened so I get it. And I know I've brought this up before about how mad I get at the show for not giving me this rich George R. R. Martin fucking thousand page family tree and maps and stuff like that. Because it's just because I love this show so much and I want that to be there. And I think it's just because so that I could spend more time in the world and there would be more things for me to find out. But there isn't. And I like I have to just be okay with that at some point because being mad at the show for being the show is pretty antithetical to liking the show. I know what his heart wants. Funny. I know what
3: your face wants. So. I want the Joyce family tree. <laughs> That's all I want. I want to just follow the Joyce the dynasty Well, I guess it wouldn't
0: be Summers, right? right? Because
3: Who knows? Does she have an, a maiden name? Do we know it?
0: Don't, we don't. Yeah. Amazing. We don't. Anyway, the first we'll talk about in season seven, but I won't have any new information for you then. That's what I'm saying. I did also want to bring up... I found a really good resource of a very clear timeline of Angel's life um, so that we could just put that on the record of when he was born, uh, Galway, Ireland, 1727, to a silk and linen merchant, in case you were wondering. And he was turned in 1753, which makes him 26 when he was turned, which I think we already knew. Uh, but that's nice about there. And I did have a bone to pick with Travis. Who's Travis, you might ask? Well, wow. remember when the first turned into a dude in a business suit? And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, Who the yeah, fuck yeah. is this guy? Yes. <laughs> so I immediately, when Station and I were watching it, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Sure. When would this have happened? Because he's wearing mm-hmm. modern clothing. Like, mm-hmm. that. an angel was... The insult! Oh my God! Angel was sold at the beginning of the 20th century. Right. So when the fuck would he have eaten this dude? And I was like, "There's only way that it would happen is if while he was Angelus off-screen, he killed Travis and his family." And that is exactly what happened. Apparently, yes. in 1998, at some point when he was without his soul, he went no. on. He was just killing people when we weren't paying attention to him, which is fair. I think he would do that, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I
2: mean. Vampires Gotta Eat. Yeah. Vampires Gotta Eat. So that's where Travis came from if anybody
0: was curious. And also his name is Travis, because we didn't know that before. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> they don't say his name on the show. Nobody's credited as Travis. Nice. Yeah. Classic. So that's uh that's all the lore we get for today, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with You're it.
2: You're not it's okay
0: with it. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs>
2: Everything's fine. <laughs> You're not. You just spend twenty minutes picking it apart. It's fine.
0: Everything's fine. <laughs> So, you doing anything special?
1: Tree, nog, roast beast. Just me and mom and hopefully an excess of gifts. What are you doing for Christmas? Being Jewish. Remember people? Not
0: everybody worships Santa. Well, there was other stuff in this episode, aside from the first. What was, what was going on with their character?
3: There was amends.
0: There were, oh, yeah. Hey, that's the name of the episode.
3: Amends are happening. When uh, Buffy said it, I gasped. I was like, Whoa. Did she? She said, you didn't catch it. she said it at the end, during the speech, when they're monologuing. Duh. Duh. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it, except for just Angel. I can smell the sunrise before it comes.
0: <laughs> Does he have a last name? Angel? No. I mean, his name is Liam something. Oh, his name's is Liam, too. Because mm-hmm. everyone's name is William. That's also the, the oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, Spike's yeah. name is William. Angel's name is William. Willie's name is William, presumably. Everybody's name is all William. The bills, all, the <laughs> yeah. all the bills. All the bills. All the bills. Oh my god. Yes. So many bills.
1: Don't worry about it. I was dreaming about bills.
3: Yeah, I know. I just I wanted to heap praise on on that stuff. I mean, like you brought up before Giles, like that was really really great scene. I I hate when they credit people before like you knew Jenny was showing up because they credited yeah. her. Before that happened,
0: Ugh. didn't they even put as Jenny as Callender? Jenny Calendar? Like,
3: so annoying. Yeah. So the fact that I knew it was her, I was shocked. Still, when Giles moved out of the way and she was and there, mm-hmm. I didn't know she was going to be a whole character like this whole episode. She's like egging him on. Um, that was really cool. I'm surprised she was like, I don't want to do it because it's satanic. Oh, yeah, come on, lady, what, what's yeah. wrong with you? You were like a witch. You're a techno pagan. Techno
0: pagan. That cool. No, no Satan.
3: It was also really melodramatically like when Buffy says, Giles, he's slipping. I think we're losing him. <laughs> yes. Josh, are you proud of that line? Is that a line that I mean, you like? Uh, well, what about when Angel says, I want to take comfort in you? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. something to t-
0: Lose no, no. my soul in you. Gross. And take comfort in you. Take comfort gross. in you. I just, when gross. he said that,
3: you just say it slow. And then you watch Sarah Michelle Gellar's face as she like has to like, react to it it's bad it's why are you proud of that stuff yeah jesus what's wrong with you
1: pour all that frustration and all that guilt into her and you'll be free
3: um that said i did enjoy am i worth saving am i a righteous man those were his good moments when he was Mm. like like yelling when he was like really angry when he's trying to be sad he's not great he's not good Mm. at that yet but like (laughs) angry angel like frantic angel good stuff and Obviously, you brought up the. I kind of forgot he was even in her bedroom, but that was a pretty good scene. Yeah, that was a good. Especially when he just jumped out the window. Oh my always, god! <laughs> always fucking incredible.
0: Yeah. And
3: just, and then just Buffy's like, "Hey, Faith, nice seeing you. Take take care of the house. Watch my mom. Bye." Man, oh yeah. she got no real time here either. I mean, so that's another immense right there. I mean, Faith. And Buffy sort of made amends. Um, It's really nice of Faith, you know, to show up because she had, you know, that
0: that party that I've been invited to.
3: Yeah, definitely. You know, I have a party. (laughs) It's
0: definitely a thing. I did want to talk about Faith because I'm always the defender of Faith, no matter what. I this is another example of her letting her guard down a little bit and finally saying, "It's okay, yeah, okay, I do want Buffy in my life, and yeah, I'll, I'll go to her house and." Isn't Maybe she it'll, mad at it'll Buffy? Be
3: nice. They're mad.
0: They, I, I, I mean, the last time we saw her, she was walking. Buffy was walking out of her hotel room, and Faith had a big fucking bruise on her face. That's the last time we saw her. So they did not end. On oh great yeah. Times. Okay. The and then since
3: next time we see them, they're going to be friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think, still okay. Yeah, because I think after Gingerbread, we go into *Bad Girls* and consequences, and um, it might be this episode before that.
3: Okay? Because they are, they're also bad at that keeping like people's friendships. Because usually it just resets. But sometimes it doesn't, and then it feels like they're not solving any of the problems. But especially this year, they're good at juggling, um, you know, Xander and Willow and all of the dynamics between everybody. So good as long as they're friends, because they're friends now. Like,
0: yeah, I think. Well, this is the keep going in the spirit of a man. Yeah, and this is the moment where she decides to, okay, I'll be in Buffy's life, and I I could use some friends. I could use some company because, in her little hotel room, is so cute with the lights, and she's just like, oh my god, how you cannot. Love faith in this episode specifically where she's like yeah sure I'll I'll protect your mom while you're gone I I sure I don't know I I brought you some presents I don't they're they're bad but it like in her own way where like this is the best I can do as this damaged person this means a lot I won't say that but thank you like. I don't know. She's When great. it
3: was snowing, she walked out like a Christ figure <laughs> with, her, with her hands out as Joyce was <laughs> like, fucking freezing <laughs> <here."> <laughs> <laughs> I woke up for this. Yeah.
2: Joyce was just like wine drunk on the couch. Absolutely. He was like, wake up, wake up, it's snowing. I usually can't drink when
0: Buffy's in the house. <laughs> but you seem like a party girl if you're going to drink in the house or if you guys are going to drink a fridge in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: with me. <laughs> I'll set the pace, ladies. That's my drink. Um, Yeah, Xander and Buffy sort of have an amends as well. Um, He comes out of nowhere to be like, I'm working on the team again because I don't have anywhere else to be. I
0: was waiting outside of Giles' office to burst into this exact moment because it made sense for the dialogue.
3: Weird Xander stuff. Like, they, I don't think, know what to do with him right now in this moment. Cordelia, they were not in this episode, so you're not going to be a part of this episode. Xander, we have nowhere for you to go. So you are going to... Obviously, we're going to feel sorry for you with the camping stuff, but, like, it is so weird. And, like, their conversation after Willie's place... Where they're just like talking, and he like puts his hand on her shoulder, and is like we'll get him, Buffy, and then like weird fade out. Like, What is this show? <laughs> what the fuck is this show? That's why this is the worst one because usually Joss's episodes are very tight, Mm-mm. and this it had those weird whimsical little elements. But it, I don't know. I it just you it could had say a lot that, of, that it's on purpose, but I just don't know.
0: There were a lot of. uh Interesting scene choices where we got peeks into stuff that we don't normally see, like the l- little subtle things like Giles cooking before mm. Angel shows up. I thought was, it was cool. I liked to, to see Willow's living room. like That was okay. interesting, too. Just like that little set piece. Where's your parents? They're out of town. Just out of town? Just out of town.
3: They were sleeping on their bed.
0: On Willow's bed, yeah. I know. And then
3: they got up to look at the snow. Scandalous.
0: Scandalous. Scandalous. Famously, they did not Fun have scandalous. sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the least scandalous scandal ever. And
3: speaking of them, great amends as well. Um, I liked Oz's entire, like, m- his own monologue. You know, like, let's do it. Let's give it a
0: shot. I miss you. Like, every second. It's like I lost an arm, or worse, a, a torso.
3: They were also very adult with how they were talking about it. Like even Buffy, when she's like, you know, there's a piece of you that Xander has mm-hmm. that he, you know, like that. Those are those are insights that I think you get as you grow older. Like they're clearly not 13 year old people right now that are acting on pure hormones. Like they're thinking about this. And obviously there are adults putting this in their words, but it's, it's still interesting. It's really great.
0: Well, I like that Willow's taken aback by Buffy, too. Just like, oh, hey, thanks for saying that to me, which is kind of like really hemming in we're we're friends everything's okay now we're okay again um which i thought was nice and also a little sad just because well it was a a, a that's weird for you to give me good advice Mm. like because i don't know why she was surprised by buffy giving her that advice but it's nice that it's happening that i feel like we're coming together a little bit and um i guess that's why it's called amends daniel
3: i think so the only people that don't get amends are joyce and giles What about
0: giles well he doesn't have no i'm sure he's fine
1: we can at least ask him say
0: He doesn't want to spend Christmas Eve with a bunch of girls. Let's split up. Right.
3: Um, famously, Joyce was like, nope, he's fine. Doesn't need to come <laughs>
0: over. Because no I'm going to be drinking
3: and that's Because Giles
0: is a misogynist, Buffy, and he doesn't want to hang out with women.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Come on. He <laughs> hates women. Uh, and Sandra Cordelia, also famously don't I mean, they yeah. sort of have like a talk. I mean, at least she talks at him. But kind of to blow him up. And, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: their relationship is is fucked until um, the prom when he buys her the dress and then they're like
2: okay, I get that the theme is amends but like does anyone actually make amends even Angel like his attempt to make amends is I'll kill myself but then he doesn't even do it like <laughs> Great point. this is too hard I'm to gonna kill myself. like literally all he should have done is just knocked on Giles' door and said like I know I have no right to do this but I'm sorry yeah. Yeah, and he didn't do that. Instead, he went to tell us the store and he said, "I know, I know, I have no right to do this, but I need your help."
0: Yeah, that's a good point. He never went to him beforehand too. Yeah. like, if you really felt that beat up about it, why is this the first time you try to say? Although, although, also awkward, like again, yeah. And I mean,
3: you. at some point, it's gonna happen, right? I mean, I don't want to fault him for not coming right away, but like, yeah. he also could have said things in a in in a way that didn't again make it weird and have weird things happen if you were just a little more straight with giles yeah he would have understood i think
0: oh i don't know if anyone picked up on this one when angel accosts giles basically give me your help um during their conversation giles says um i have something that might help you you know the last he calls him sir by the way which i thought was fucking perfect giles uh there it's something that might help you uh, because the last time you were here, you lost your conscience or whatever. You uh, It was kind of bad for everybody. That's the gist of the conversation. And he's going to reach for something. Mm-hmm. And then Jenny pops up behind him, right? And that kind of derails the whole conversation. Because obviously, Angel's having some feelings. But what the f- what oh. was it Giles was going to get for Angel? Holy water. <laughs> <laughs> Super soaker. Psst. Psst. Oh, that's <laughs> a great idea. <laughs> it is a great idea. And I don't know why they don't do it. Because wow. there's definitely other vampire movies that have done that. Oh, that's great. Um, oh, yeah. It's... Um, Bordello of the Dead, I think it's a Tales of the Crypt movie with fucking Dennis Leary in it, or Dennis Miller, Dennis Miller, the one oh, that's all Yeah, they have super soakers nice. and a bordello full of vampires. Yeah, it's a great idea.
2: I mean, why wouldn't you? No, um, that would be something really easy for like Xander and Willow to carry around. Yeah, right. Just, Anyone know, can nice. do it.
0: Come on. Uh, I, but yeah, I don't know if they. I mean, I know for a fact they never bring it up again. But I'm just really curious what he would have given Angel to like give him peace of mind or keep him on.
3: Along Help that same anyway. line, do we know why it snowed? No. That wasn't magic. No. That was so, literally a thing that just happened.
0: Well, the yada yada is it's the powers that be. Okay. Uh, right, because they need angel because angel is supposed to shanshu or angel is supposed to bring twilight right, into the right. world and, and I it's, guess it's
3: not so yada yada, but it, we just don't know
0: that yet. Right. There's no official They didn't attempt. even like
3: have like a little teaser though. That's what was weird to me. Like wow, we're just really supposed to buy that it fucking snowed in this one pocket. Mm -hmm. Everywhere else is 100 degrees, but not here.
0: Yeah. Just like when everyone will have a sudden case of laryngitis that has left the town speechless.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Well, the laryngitis thing is weird, but if you were somewhere outside of Sunnydale, it's 100 degrees, I guess. (laughs) You have your air conditioner on and you hear this town snows. Like got snow. I mean, wouldn't you just kind of be like, "Well, that's weird," but yeah. it happened. I
0: mean, it also yeah. can be raining on one side of the street and not the other. Like yeah. you know, it's.
3: But I guess our weird. our friend was about to commit suicide by the sun. <laughs> Reporter gets on the air and says, "Looks like there will be no sun at all today." <laughs> Clearly, Thanks. the two are connected, right? They have to be. Yeah. So yeah, powers of be that makes sense.
2: Right? Yeah. I always but we know that, that magic that, yeah. because they hit, hit yeah. the weather thing so hard. Like in general,ly don't ever talk about weather, but there's like six mentions of how hot it is mm. before, despite
0: snow. them all wearing fucking coats and long sleeves. Yep, which is great. <laughs> I, it it I did enjoy that though. Yeah. It's like it's sorry. gonna be very sweaty California. Dale. <laughs> 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 Coming from the complete lack of cold. And that was good stuff, yeah. Joss. That was really good. Well, unless you have any other things you'd like to say about the subject.
2: All right, ten more minutes of chanting, and then you guys have to go to bed. Sunnydale is so busy for Christmas, everyone's out buying them presents.
0: Literally every citizen of Sunnydale is on Maple Court right now.
2: In the street! In the street! hmm <laughs> oh,
3: God. That was kind of incredible. I did enjoy that. There's only five shops. I mean, where are they shopping?
0: What? What did Buffy get?
3: Do we ever find out what Buffy got?
0: No, but we do know that she was headed to the Magic Box, which was the uh-huh. other direction from where she was walking, so
3: but she could just round one corner and basically
0: back around. I mean for all we know it's an infinite loop. Maple Court is sunny now <laughs> Like do, 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 do.
2: Well, What about the about pier that? and the warehouse? It's in the loop. And the, the beach
0: like,
2: <laughs> and the bluff. <laughs> The 40 graveyards. (laughs) And when
0: she say 40 million miles of uh, sewers? Yeah. Yeah. Which, (laughs) there's a note about that on the Buffy wiki. It's like, Buffy says that there's 40 million miles of sewer tunnels. Probably
2: not true. Yeah, it's
0: like, might be an exaggeration. (laughs) Fucking might. Might.
2: Who knows?
3: <laughs> well, we don't know what the mayor's been
2: doing. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. He's expanding. been doing
2: some improvements on the sewer system. <laughs> God. Got you have to have extra sewer when it's so haunted because you need so many places yes. for demons to live. Exactly. <laughs> that's sewer true. Under you sewer to build some, under some extra sewer. demon habitat. Absolutely. <laughs> or weird.
3: that's how they're all getting in. Sewers out to like Chicago and they're just coming through the sewer network.
0: Low income housing yeah. mm-hmm. for yeah. demons. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Go ahead, Daniel.
3: Dublin, eighteen thirty eight. Mm-hmm. 1838, Mm -hmm. first demonstration of a telegraph, (laughs) the paddle steamer USS, or the SS Sirius, made the first transatlantic journey from New York, or to New York, from Cork, Ireland. Oh, shit. In 18 days, though, it did not use steam continuously. It was Mm -hmm. also the year of the Trail of Tears. It was also the coronation of Queen Victoria that took place in Westminster Abbey Mm
1: -hmm.
3: in London. It was also the year, obviously, of the Anti-Corn Law League uh, being established in Great Britain. To fight unjust corn laws. That's not a joke.
2: What's an unjust corn law? They would
3: levy taxes on on corn there and they would import. And so it was making, you know, people couldn't afford to, to pay for food, but they were exporting the food. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the famine started. I mean, but that's a little different because they took all of the imports from Ireland, all their food, and they were left with nothing. So I'm getting there. Ireland, 1838. <laughs> couple years before, the Roman uh, the Roman Catholic Relief Act of 1829 was passed, which re-enfranchised Catholics to sit in Parliament before they would be elected, but you were not allowed to sit in Parliament if you were Catholic.
0: Oh, shit. That seems weird for Ireland.
3: They don't like Ireland. And Ireland's full of Catholics. <laughs> you see where all the, the troubles are starting.
0: Oh, because it was part of the UK or whatever at the time? Or like England, part of England at the time?
3: Yeah. I mean, this is... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what that whole thing is about. That's why there's a that's, Northern Ireland and not in regular Ireland. Exactly.
3: So, but they rescinded that. So now, regular. if you're Catholic in Northern Ireland, you can at least sit in Parliament.
0: Gotcha. Yes.
3: Uh, five nuns uh, from the Religious Sisters of Charity in Ireland became the first women of religion. I don't know what that means to set foot in Australia. Oh. I know it's before a long... that.
2: It was just just, just women. Criminals. Women in general. It were was from... just criminals. <laughs>
3: <laughs> women of criminal nature. Vapid yeah. whore like that. What did you call me? Uh, in 1836, uh, they passed the Tithe Commutation Act, which uh, allowed people in ireland and catholics in general to pay their tithes you know 10 percent of your earnings in things other than physical you could pay with money now yeah. so that was a new thing however in 1838 there was a year of widespread hunger this was a couple of years before the the famous famine in the 19 in the 1840s uh they went ahead and they made that even weaker so like you didn't have to give 10 percent of your tithes because you were
2: Starving and
3: you couldn't you were making no money. So things are going really sour for Ireland and in Dublin in particular the only thing I could find in 1838 was the Glesnevin model farm was established Uh and that is today's Albert College. But apparently it was just the
0: farm back in the day. I mean, angels had a pretty fucking swanky party.
2: This was more like that Christmas episode of Jack Frost where he like busts into a house and everyone's having a fake Christmas where they open an empty box and pretend like what they would have gotten if they had had money. And then he just kills them all. Oh my God.
3: Absolutely wonderful. (laughs) I absolutely love that. But we have no evidence for that. What
2: if that's what happened instead?
3: (laughs) I would say it seems crazy that they would put on a crazy elaborate fake Christmas when they could use their funds to put on a real Christmas Mm because there's not a lot of funds so it would be pretty ballsy to be like hey kids we have enough just for for fake Christmas but we're not we don't have enough for real Christmas
1: dream presents they called them one person gave it to another and the person who got it dreamed or may believe it was it was just what they always wanted
3: you shouldn't have. You didn't. Oh my! Oh my! I really don't deserve it. I think I'll cry. It's just what I always wanted. It's perfectly right. It's just what I always wanted—a Christmas delight.
0: That's so sad. So I think this is legit because I hope we, not. we. And that's also the movie where legit.
2: they uh, cut up icicles for coins for money. Oh, no one yeah. has any money. Is this
3: a historical movie? No, Breaking Bad. The
2: claymation. Yeah, it's uh, a claymation yeah. Christmas movie. You know,
0: like um, with- the Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer. But do and- they,
3: does, is something resolved? Do they get all of their dreams and Christmas stuff? Or are they just poor? It's just crushing poverty and then it the
0: shows over. Great question. I you would
2: think we would know. Oh man! Well, there's a there's like a bad guy who rides around on a metal horse. It's like a robot horse. Oh and yeah! Who has all the money? And I think Jack Frost like defeats him and then okay. gives the money to people. And then they finally have money to buy. Oh, that's crazy! Christmas is modeled about the Okay, stuff. Yeah.
3: okay. I, I I think I I think I know what you're talking yeah. about, but anyway, clearly don't remember it.
2: the dire straits of which. The Dubliners in Ireland were in 1838. Made yeah. me think of that, and I was like, "Yeah, Angel." Although I feel like they do go to lengths to make it seem like he comes from like a wealthy family.
3: True. And there was probably wealth.
0: There. I really I don't. He was not from a wealthy family. He was famously a uh, son of a linen and,
2: and silk merchant. Well, wouldn't that be wealthy? I
3: think it would. Exactly. Merchants he seemed were like wealthy. Yeah. When, they weren't
2: farmers. When
3: we did that little flashover, he was wearing nice clothes yeah. and he's just, he's like a. Like, yeah, but that was yeah. after
0: he had turned. They can steal and no. rob. Well, well
2: right, but he doesn't have a job. Don't we have another flashback at some point where his father's like, you've been a good for nothing layabout. Like, yeah. you aren't doing yeah. anything. He so. doesn't have to have a job. His dad's paying all the bills because yeah. his dad is a wealthy merchant.
0: Sure. But the, regardless, this scene would have been after he was turned in. No, I know, but they,
3: we did have a flashback of him partying it up and Reds. then falling yes. off his thing. Yeah.
0: Like anyone can go to a bar.
3: I, but he I think what they're saying is you were a good friend, like you just were a drunkard and you could be yeah. either because you're it doesn't matter because you're poor as hell, or you have enough beans to survive yeah. and you're fine. I
2: always thought it meant he was wealthy. It seemed like he was comfortable in that wealthy house party situation where he mm. like knows what the servants are doing and who's going to be paying attention to them. And yeah. I mean, he could wear that mustache he, and he was clearly was meant confident. to be there as a visitor and not as you know, like I came here to drop. He was killing her, her
3: <laughs> right in front of everyone. Yeah. Yep. Everyone.
2: Yep. I mean,
0: that yeah. was the, the biggest takeaway though was that that mustache and, and that was a, is terrible.
3: It yeah. also was a dream. I mean, I guess we're all we're remembering it, so it's real. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was exaggerated a little bit.
0: But we watch Lords and Ladles, and it's all about <laughs> famous houses and castles in Ireland. Okay. And, it, and a lot of them are from this period of the 1800s. Yeah. And it would make sense, I think, based on what we've watched just through Lords and Ladles' eyes, uh, which is a cooking show. I want to let everybody know. <laughs>
2: It's great. Watch it on
3: Netflix. This yeah, this um, is going to be good.
0: Stuff. That those people would hole up in their giant like fortresses, basically, when shit went sour. Yeah. So yeah, it's right. it stands to reason that the aristocracy in Ireland at the time would still be having parties carrying on as usual. So it's even if there was a family going on, family famine going on in the country, that the people would still be having lavish parties
3: well, how are the English getting all their stuff? I mean, they're collaborating with Irish that are fine right. with doing it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So oh, so, and, and so Angel, like, worming his way in as a vampire. Yeah, I mean, you want, I'm sure you want, didn't Spike say, you know, it's the land of cheeseburgers or whatever? Like, we're all fat and we mm. can, it's better, like, we want some meat on the bones. We don't want to eat some famine-stricken Irishman. <laughs> we want these guys eating good food and stuff in the house. Yeah. That's what I assume. That's good. I mean, that's, Thanks, ladles and... Lords and ladles. Lords, Lords and, and ladles. ladles.
0: Good But tell me, can people eat the mold? We, you can, yes. Uh, it's a perfectly natural mold. What we do before we sell it, we wash the cheeses. Yeah. But they will form a mold again. It's mm-hmm. part of the cheese. There is no question but these look handmade. I'm having a Harry Potter moment <laughs> here. You know, I'm just looking at these guys and they're just, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. I love the craggy funny nature the, of them. The characters. Every cheese is individual.
3: I nearly named them. Yeah. yeah people character. really think I'm mad. Like, what's he doing? He's inside naming the trees.
0: I think these are all for display. Yes. On display for buying, Joyce. Good oh, call, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, Buffy. Buffy is the one said that. That said that. I'll take it back. Good call, Buffy. However, Joyce being like, oh, yeah, sure. That sounds right. They're fucking Christmas trees. They're
2: on well, display
3: for buying. Are buy-in. you souring on Joyce?
0: No, that was a Buffy's. That was was supposed
2: to be you can't buy them with snow on them. Yeah. no, That was a display model. You absolutely
0: can. How do you know? You haven't been there? Because Christmas tree lots, I'm going to assume, operate the same
3: way. Going to assume. I've
2: never. Okay. I've never been to a Christmas tree lot that has like regular Christmas trees on one side and one's covered in fake snow on the other. And dead ones on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Never been there. Yeah, I've never... Clearly, you've never been inside. Yeah.
3: No one questioned the dead ones either. Okay. No one walked over to the <laughs> hole that they could have just fallen down. Because it didn't take much, but a couple...
2: Yeah. For Buffy to just slide down in. She was really slide lucky that they down were just in. six inches below the surface. Amazingly <laughs> I was convenient. Like, I'd forgotten she does that. I thought she finds, like, I don't know, a sewer grate and opens it or right. something and jumps down. And I was like, wait, you're just literally going to start digging? <laughs> it's amazing.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Naturally.
2: Sasha? Sure. Um, a drunken, whoring layabout. <laughs>
0: Yes. That's him. That, I
2: mean honestly it doesn't change much. The Liam surname
0: unknown from Ireland, Galway.
3: Uh I like how Buffy is trying to explain to Giles that he that she was in Angel's dream and Giles is like no like pushing back like he forgot mm-hmm. nightmares fucking happen like um our dreams are coming true dreams. That would be a musical comedy version of this nightmares our, our nightmares are coming true.
1: So why is this happening? Billy well, that
3: explanation was shorter than usual. It's Billy. How is that out of the realm of reality that she could be in the dream? I'm I'm, I'm getting tired of like, hey, something supernatural happened. No, it didn't. Why are you going to tell me no? I'm not only the slayer, but I'm also very trustworthy. Why would I be lying to you? What is this pushback?
0: We're working That's on year I'm... three of magical, crazy shit happening. I think maybe we should just listen to me. Yeah. Let's just... Uh, I know this is silly, but like, why would everyone coincidentally end up at the library at the same time, like Xander, and then Willow's right behind him. Because you need that great line. Are you sure this is how you want to spend your Christmas vacation? Yeah, this is actually the most exciting thing I've got planned. Who else can claim that pathetic a social life? Hey guys, what are we doing? Because you had to, because TV, I get it. Also, that pizza looked great. Uh,
2: I don't know why, but it really struck me at the end when they're like screaming at each other on, on King Man's Landing. Uh, That Buffy says, strong is fighting. Because I'm like, of course you would think that's Slayer.
0: I should have mentioned that during the first. It's Buffy's first, uh, the hardest thing to do in this world is live in it speech. When somebody's on a tower or bluff and you're convincing them not to kill themselves. When you lose, it's bad. Yeah,
3: she just wants fighty. She just wants to fight.
0: I mean, it's easier that way.
3: It is. Uh, The research. Xander was given the Black Chronicles uh Buffy of course was given the diary of Lucius Temple which we've all read including Beats uh, expert on demons and a great he's a he's a great. hearty beat grower.
0: Uh
3: also we got our first montage I think of all of them studying together. Is this our first montage period?
0: No, we we've wait we, with the time lapse, I don't know.
3: We de- definitely didn't have any fun music or anything, but like it was weird to see this montage happen. It was, I cool. it was like, I'm like oh, at the board now and we're doing this and I we're just like staying that. up all night yeah. like" guys what how are you staying up all night? i know that's These another one of those
0: moments in the in this episode that felt weird because they felt different than every other thing we've seen so far that giles cooking that kind of stuff yeah so i, I kind of liked it.
3: It, it i thought it just went on too long i thought we were going to end it and then giles would get up from his desk and walk over and like you know just do his like i'm studying face and like pull out a book and like go to the right page and be like and then just like <laughs> walk back to his desk And I'm like, oh shit! The scene's still going on. Like it (laughs) just—it never stopped. They thought, oh, this is the time they're going to talk. Oh no, we're going over Buffy, who's like passed out, and just in. Joyce doesn't care where where her daughter is. We're—it's the holidays.
0: She's doing business, but Joyce is on the level now. She knows Buffy has things to do. Who goes
3: on holiday without their kid? Like Willow. Like their parents just went away Mm -hmm. and left Willow.
2: She not need She's to She's responsible. Yeah. But why wouldn't Willow want to go? They're they
0: probably were going, going to see grandma to a, and stuff. Oh, no, they're going to a boring work thing. Jewish, remember? She doesn't need to do something on Christmas.
3: <laughs> why would they, but they wouldn't schedule a work thing during Christmas. Look. Cuz people would be out. I'm people would just not want to do
0: it. To approve or disapprove the comings and goings of the Rosenberg family, okay? I just assume they have business. That's the Christmas spirit.
1: Hello, still Jewish. Hanukkah spirit, I believe that was.
0: Ira Rosenberg's daughter can be left home alone. Okay, so at one point Buffy says to Giles, no wonder you like reading this stuff. It's like reading the sun. And I was like, does she mean the the sun in the sky? Because that doesn't make any sense. And I'm going to go ahead and, and quote the always reliable Buffy wiki real quick. While it's possible. This is a reference to the British tabloid, The Sun, which Joss Whedon learned about during his time in England. It's more likely to be a reference to the American tabloid of the same name. The American Sun is more c- comparable to the National *National Enquirer, but with a Christian slant, often including wholly unbelievable stories of re- religious nature, such as an article in late 2007 that suggested, suggested troops in Iraq had shot down an angel on the battlefield. So. That's some bad mojo. <laughs> Do we think that's what Buffy was referencing? Because that seems niche. Right? Like, I don't know that Buffy's reading The Sun.
1: I can smell the sunrise long before it comes.
0: Especially not the fucking English one, enough to reference it to Giles, and probably not the American one. But maybe, because I've literally never seen. Who's the sun? Maybe she
3: doesn't mean the sun in the sky, she means a sun. A sun. Oh. Of a oh.
0: <laughs> My God. Say, <laughs> <Never laughs>
2: This must be Christmas must be tonight. <laughs> I mean none of the interpretations make sense. Jesus doesn't right. make sense. Jesus y newspaper doesn't make sense. Well no one ever and refers to it as the Burning sun. Orb Let's in the sky. Jesus. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, dumb line. Weird line. Doesn't make sense. I just like the that
0: Joss Whedon learned of his time in England. What the I mean, fuck? who
3: writes that? That's fucking stupid. I mean, <laughs> I Jesus Christ. You can find out I'm about that from their anywhere else. Yeah, right. See their he learned from his time in England. I really enjoyed the. Well, I liked that they made fun of when Jenny Callender was going on about she's the first evil. Um, what is it? I'm beyond sin, beyond death. Uh, it's what darkness is afraid of.
0: I am not in danger, Skylar. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am
3: the one who knocks. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> right, like, right. That was that was funny. And then she's like, "I get it. You're evil." Right, right. And right. I was like,
0: "Been here, done that. Let's just get on." With very
3: good, because it was going on
0: it for was, a minute. I have to hear
1: one more time that you did this.
3: For the family. I did
1: it for me. I liked it. I was good at it.
0: I love you seeing Jenny again. Me too. Okay, That's why I
3: let movie. it go. I was
0: like, oh, yeah, keep going, keep going. Oh, okay. The Rebels and they'll never, ever be any good. This is actually apparently a reference to the Crystals song, The Rebels. I hate The, the Crystals. I know. Which I'm is, done. is only oh. interesting because of our other podcasts. Yeah, I think I'm done too. What did okay, I, I just got my watch? That is so much show. <laughs> That's a show. Snow. <laughs> oh.
3: oh, the That's that the was snow. a lot of that was a lot of snow.
0: So much snow. Oh my I mean, god.
3: It looked fake as shit, and it was fake as shit. But like, wow, it just looked wavy. It didn't even look like human well, snow. Well,
0: I was going on a rant about like, Sunnydale is not fucking prepared for this. If Portland, which gets snow almost annually now, can't fucking deal with some snow, Sunnydale is going to collapse. And then Stacia Riley said it'll probably be ninety tomorrow, and it'll <laughs> just melt. And I was like, oh yeah. You're right. That also, is
3: as problem. a crisis, man- as crisis managers, they're excellent. They've lived <laughs> so their you lives the right. yeah,
2: in sure, crisis. You know how it's we just got, another one. You know how we got that outtake in that one episode where they do the spoken word play thing where they're like mm-hmm.
1: doing, mm-hmm.
2: doing, doing a Shakespeare, a Shakespeare play Shakespeare, or whatever? Right? Yeah. yeah. I wish we had gotten something like that here where like we see them making a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really cute.
0: That would have been
3: awesome. <laughs> yeah. We could have saw... Oh, no. She shows up in the prom. The person who won amends. Right. Yes. Julie Johnson who won the or Colin one eight
0: hundred collect commercial.
3: At first, I forgot it was a, a girl, and probably, presumably, a teenager would win this part. So when I saw Travis, the guy, oh, my first him. thought was, "That's the guy who won." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, he has to no, watch this episode to win." Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Button uh, Xander Button down tank top watch.
0: No. He too, definitely didn't. It's have. too hot outside. He was wearing sweaters all the time.
3: Varun Jacket Watch. No. No. Mm-hmm. Giles being mean to Oz. <laughs> N.A.
0: Not in the same scene. We're together. not in the same
3: scene, so we cannot conclusively say. Wesley Watch. No. Devin Watch. No. But he's definitely sound checking at the bronze. I know. And he was definitely telling Oz not to get back together with Willow because his art is going to suffer. That's true. By being in a
0: relationship We're writing again. the best stuff we've ever written, man. Your
3: heartbreak, man. It's going to bring out. Once you learn how to play guitar. Then your heart, will you know, yeah. uh, Buffy, bang, watch, go. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Incredible. I, I was, it was so jarring.
0: You thought what you didn't believe us that they disappear, but they fucking do.
3: She seemed like she was in a different show and just showed
2: up somewhere.
0: <laughs> Hello. I'm Sarah Michelle Gellar. My hair looks like this.
2: How's my hair? Oh, it's good. I got gum stuck in it and no one knew what to do. God.
3: But it kinda of felt like that because every time she was around, she was and I know this is a little bit of Joss Whedon, but like she was in weird shots, shots that like have her at weird angles anyway, and just to have her hair there for so long and you're just staring at her like you don't individual look individual strands of bangs. You don't look like anyone that's ever been on the show. I mean, like, and I, I'm going to assume next week she's going to have her hair back. Well,
0: they did it in a couple scenes. They, I think they realized the error of their ways, and they did kind of a swoopy thing where it doesn't really look yeah. like her bangs were a mess. But yeah, when they really lean into it, and it's or just, just like, give her her five strands. <laughs> right. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Sarah Michelle <laughs> Keller. What a poor choice.
3: But she still killed it acting wise. She did. So she did get it, girl. Uh, Deputy Mayor Alan Fence Watch. No. No, he's, not, he's in
0: the, not in the episode.
3: No streets ahead in this episode, but we did get. King, Maple Court, hell yeah, we got. It. Well, no, no, sure, but new. No new, street. no oh, new no streets. No, no. So, yeah, but we did get, bluff. but you got to assume bucket. there's a Kingman's King right. Bluff. Road. Road. Boulevard. I mean, you got to think, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Giles' most KO of the show. Uh, current frontrunner, obviously, is being bludgeoned by Gwen Post mm-hmm. in Revelations. He did not get knocked out this episode. He did not. So, N.A.
0: I know. Disappointing. Disappointing.
1: I'm gonna have a hard time explaining this to my dad. You really think it'll bother him? Ira Rosenberg's only daughter nailing crucifixes to her bedroom wall? I have to go over to Xander's house just to watch a Charlie Brown Christmas every year.
0: Before we get to our rankings, I think I would take this opportunity to remind you that we're a real podcast and you can find us everywhere at Beat Me Pod. That's on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, all the places. We have a website, beatmepod.wordpress.com. We have a Spotify playlist. Where if you're there listening to our episodes, why don't you pop on over to Beat Me Hyphen Funtime Playlist for Podcast Fans Season 3 and check out every song that's been in every episode that's aired of our podcast and the show? Enjoy that. If, during your holiday season, let's <laughs> rank this second. <sucker. laughs>
2: I have to go get my laptop.
0: That's fine. I want to look up the first day of Hanukkah anyway. What the fuck was I going to say? It wasn't important, but I wanted to know the answer to the question that I had that I can't remember that wasn't why important. Why would we know the
3: answer? Why would we know the
0: answer? I need to circle this for last time because I forgot to look it up. <laughs> <Should
3: I begin? laughs> it's so nice without the dogs here. I know. Scratching or doing anything. I went in and I was like, oh, oh, oh
0: no dogs. Nice. No dogs. No all day uh, uh. no I think I think that the, Buffy here is right I think it was a little like <laughs> I know stuff about England yeah. and Joss threw it in there even though there was no reason for Buffy to have that knowledge I think that's all it was.
3: How would she know? How does she like oh, all? And the Blair, only other way and, um, that
0: she could know would be if Giles brought it up for some reason, apropos of nothing. Like, like, check out this shitty tabloid from Britain. Buffy. Can you
3: believe Croydon passed this act? Oh my God, this is like so niche. And like, oh, she's like, yeah, I'm, I
2: can't believe it.
3: What a trash tabloid! I'm gonna bring it up later. Don't worry.
2: What? She can't have layers. <laughs>
0: fuck is honking take her mattress
2: I just peeked it's still there <laughs> no, I don't think
0: it's going anywhere until good old Ryan picks it up good old Ryan his business is called Ernie's Wagon Ernie's his dog's name oh, that's good. which is very cute you know too much about this guy I do he and I have spent some time together so <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm well, the one that hosts this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's rank this sucker. Willow Hacks. We talk about the net slash. We do witchy stuff. Well, Willow does witchy stuff. And absolutely none of that fucking happened. Five. Giles. I love the way he treats Angel. And um, I do like the little cooking. We get homie Giles, which is But he is grabs fun. his
3: crossbow. He That's does. Ripper Giles.
0: Yes, which he does get points for that. But other than that, not a whole lot. So I gave him the nate. Doesn't get knocked out. Doesn't really do a whole lot. He's not in the the episode very much, actually. Should part he of a
2: be montage. docked for not being in the episode?
3: Yeah, didn't we give him? He got good ranks for going off to the Brakeshires or wherever he went to. The Breakers Woods. The Breakers Woods. <laughs> the Breakers <laughs> Breakers Breakers. I don't know. I feel like we're in London all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the, Col- the right? Cotswolds. The yeah. Cotswolds uh,
0: Which we learned about, which was great. Yeah. Joyce, I gave her a six. You can fight me if you want. But I think I don't
3: have the i don't have, it's Christmas spirit, the Hanukkah Spirit
0: That's right. says no. Not I think that the Christmas tree shopping was cute. I think that her reaching out to Faith was cute. Like she's putting on Christmas they're decorating the tree together, which I mean it's Christmas Eve, so it's a little fucking late, but she's
3: which still doing does it. does go right she's into her mom, ness <laughs> And uh I believe what is the line? Um Still number one with the guilt trip. Yeah, so yes. you know, definitely passive aggressive. That, that
0: could be a thing that they don't put the star on the top until Christmas Eve. I feel like people have.
3: They were decorating like that. the. They okay. were decorating. Yeah, the that's fair.
0: I think Joyce is the best mom she can be, and that means she gets a six. That is, she has reached the height of Joyce. Which she is also a six. was
3: fine with a teenager living in a dingy motel. No, that's she just, wasn't. She wanted to. She's fine with her coming over, but like she's fine with it being a thing like we, she knows that she's lived point. in she there she like
0: buffy why don't we have an extra bedroom that don's gonna live in at one yeah. point like why why, why can't she, she her live here
3: yeah. exactly
2: yeah, that would be, that be really sweet.
3: sweet no child should be in a dingy motel room how or,
2: is she even paying for uh, poor, poor fucking no, the Ch- Joyce so is ready her. to sacrifice Faith the moment she knows of Faith's existence she's like well Faith can just die for you right <laughs> yeah, you oh, can yeah. go to college and Faith can die
3: <laughs> a dingy motel room yeah it's good for 364 days of the year but not this day not
2: she's, Christmas
1: a, she's allowed to
3: come over after about 8 o'clock but she has to leave by 12 because that's when I'm drunk <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready for bed <laughs> But sure, Joyce gets a six.
0: <laughs> You're goddamn right. Uh,
1: it looks like that whole party thing was going to be kind of a drag. I didn't really have anything,
0: you know. I'm glad you came. Monster of the Week. Uh, the CG was awful for the first, but the bringers are cool, and I just...
3: Do we see the bringers again?
0: We do. Oh, absolutely, because okay. they the bringers and the first really are linked because cool. because the first has no corporeal form. The bringers act as
3: kind of. I loved that they were just like, give me information on the bringers. Like, how do people have this much information? How does William know so much?
0: William's the man. Why are they?
3: Why would anybody know that the bringers were here? Like, like why? Wow. Well, he didn't. Yeah, but like they're just un, they're six inches under a uh, Christmas. Lot. A bunch of them just upped and, up and died. We I mean. I don't really know what happened. Somebody could have fallen into that by accident. So, for sure. And then what?
0: But I love the manipulation. I think that the cool, the first is so cool acting mm-hmm. as, like through these conduits. And it's going to be so great in season seven. Because I definitely. From what little I remember. The things that stick out are every time the first is inhabiting one of our friends. And using that yeah. to torment someone else. You have know, specifically Spike obviously with Buffy. But um, even. Yeah. I, I just think it's so cool. Um, how well they play with the mind games I mean they push Angel to killing himself that's pretty impressive and that's that's power right there
3: well you guys and I said that before I was like I didn't know this was the first at the beginning so when they were doing the scene where Angel's being manipulated by all these people showing up I was like oh my god this is like the Buffy the first scene, scene when seven. the first yeah. shows up oh my god it is the first and i mean that's that scene where the camera spins around and, and all it's of every the old villain from the whole is series maybe yeah. one of the coolest moments in all of buffy yeah for sure and like it's cool that they kind of did the rough draft here <laughs> and like they really executed there
0: agreed yeah. so i gave it an eight which right, is well. pretty high I could have put it higher but an eight it is we can't change the past i never change kings on the fly could
3: have made that a nine and joyce a five
0: Relationship, goodness or badness? Willow and Oz, fan-fucking-tastic. Friends are being friends. Xander is comforting Buffy. Like, we're all here together. We're going to try to help Angel. We're being friends. Cordelia's even talking to them. Yeah, which is a step in the right direction, even if she's angry, rightfully so. Um, And even Buffy and Angel. Though I despise their relationship and I am not a fan of Angel, period. They reconcile. They make amends. I gave them a nine. Episode specific. Because I want you so badly. Imagine Angel Space saying that. And that gets a big fat goose egg because it was terrible. Mm. Zero of ten.
2: Wow. I thought you'd do Snow and Sunnydale. Yeah.
0: I mean,
1: <laughs> they
0: <that laughs> would <be> great <laughs> too. Uh, so 36 for the episode, which puts it above Revelations at nine and below Dead Man's Party with 40 at seven. So eight out of ten for now. Mm,
3: okay.
2: Um, I put amends at 28 out of 44. Yeah. So below Lie to Me and Out of Mind, Out of Sight, and above your favorite, Daniel, Killed by Death, and Bad Eggs. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's above Killed by Death. It is. Well, you really like that episode. And Bad Eggs you love. I love Bad Eggs. <laughs> wow. Should have ranked Bad Eggs <laughs> higher. I think, I think, I think the reason why Killed by Death is above it is because it's scarier than a bezoar, but... oh. Uh, yeah, fair enough. but i didn't make notes so i don't remember why i did that we will never know
3: you're <laughs> also allowed know. to love bad episodes but objectively saying they're bad so kill by death can be on no the low i think end, it's but... a good episode okay well <laughs> <laughs> you can fix that
2: irredeemable yes. no i can't once they're set they're set once
3: they're set they're set well that's fair <laughs> i i mine's pretty not gonna be maybe be as low as your guys is um but I, I i i said that this was like innocence in that there's like a change in angel and buffy's relationship after that mm-hmm. that was the number 30 episode for me uh, it, it was good it was number 30. so i was like this can't be higher than that because i don't think it's that dramatic it's like and crazy. we're about to lose angel so like it can't be that and then i was like what's my next one so all the way from 30 i go down and i see lovers walk 57 i'm like hmm, is it better than lovers walk no, it's not. So I keep going. Back. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, but no.
3: But we hit sixty, which is Angel. So I was. That's. A, mm. And this is a big Angel episode because he is leaving the show. It's like right. he is kind of ending. So I wanted to be true to that. I don't Angel that episode seven. Pretty forgettable. But this is better than Darla that. with guns, guns. Yeah, the guns. Never forget the guns. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it above that. So I'm gonna put it at fifty nine.
0: I think that's fair. Yeah, based on your analysis, it's a great I breakdown. Analysis, is. I think that's it. And again, I will ask, unless you have anything to add. I just gotta check in. You know, we're friends. We're doing friend stuff. It's the holidays. Yes, uh, it's actually, Christmas. By the time you're listening to this, Hanukkah will have already ended. But I hope you had a good one. And uh, if you're doing Christmas, great. And if you're doing some non-denominational or some pagan shit, great. Have a blast. I'm excited for you and your family. And I'm I'm glad that we we get to do get to do this this podcast here. What a wonderful thing, you know. It's you know? Thanksgiving, or it's a
2: wonderful this, life. That's yeah.
0: right. I'm just grateful for anybody that's hearing our voices. I appreciate you. And just I mean it's it's not Thanksgiving, but it's tis the season, whatever that means, right? That was a line from the show. You guys remember? <laughs> okay, Stacia, say goodbye. Goodbye. Stacia, say goodbye.
3: Have a great new year. See you in 2019 or. As we call it, nineteen ninety nine that's party right. like it's nineteen ninety nine.
0: That's fucking right. I very clearly remember the New Year's whatever the MTV um, thing MTV, that yeah. from nineteen ninety nine to mm-hmm. two thousand. Yep. Oh, where yeah. um, I was just like Gwen Stefani. What was the name for No Doubt played, and really? they did a cover of uh, Prince. It's the end of the world. Oh, oh and, and okay. they did Prince too, but she couldn't read the the words oh, fast right. enough, so she was just like, ha 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 It
3: doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might be Y two K.
1: We yeah, might be exactly dead. The ended <laughs>
0: so that's uh, but that's a treat for season four save that till then well and
3: it is 1998 in that world so who knows we might not make it we might not see that's right in 2019 slash 1999 well no 99
0: we're fine 99 will show up gotcha I see what you're saying yes I understand now. but please do join us in 2019 slash 1999 on the 12th of January for Gingerbread which is a great fucking episode in my opinion opinion we, we gotta go